Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? This is Jeff from BKJ Mac TV, and this is the BKJ Mac TV podcast experience. And I'm coming at you with another episode, uh, episode 44. And this episode is a special one. Um, I had I just had the opportunity to watch um, Tupac Dear Mama documentary which talks about and introduces new and different sides to the legendary great Tupac's personality and how he looked at music how he looked at the world and most importantly how he looked at his mother and how his mother um, greatly impacted his life the documentary also covers Afini um, Shakur and how and how she was able to have such a great and powerful effect over Tupac Shakur. And let me tell you, Miss Shakur is no slouch. She came and she was part of the most famous chapter in American history, and that is the Black Panthers Party. Now, for anyone that don't know who the Black Panthers are, the Black Panthers is a political group. And I'm saying the word is because they're still around. They're not a was, but it's a political group founded in the late 60s that was there to protest the oppression of white racism in American cities around the United States. Now, let me tell you something. The FBI would, ran this poem called the COINTEL program. Basically, they would hire informants that were basically black. And basically, they would basically spark propaganda within the Black Panthers movements. And because of that, uh, uh, prominent leaders like Fred Hampton got assassinated um, by an undercover snitch. Um, so many, and basically, Jagger Hoover wanted to destroy the Black Panther Party. You know, instead of focusing his attention on destroying the KKK, which he was able to do, he decided to attack a group that fostered um, unity within the community and that wanted equality and respect for the black men in America, especially in American cities like Boston, New York, Jersey City, and Philly, and et cetera, et cetera. So um, the effort was extremely well-wasted and, quite frankly, extremely racist at that. So um, not to go off furthermore off track, Miss Shakur was a member of the Black Panthers movement, and that's what she was fighting for. She was fighting for black suffrage. And uh, in the documentary, you see how she and the um, Black Panthers, some of the group of the Black Panthers, got caught up. And instead of laying down, um, she decided to take on the defense, take on as defender, lead the defense against the aggressive um fascist i'm using the word fascist um nypd and a um ada and district attorney's office that basically tried to get the the black member the black panthers members convicted 
So you'll see that in the documentary and how it parallels um, Tupac's life later on in the late 80s, early 90s. Because his mom was such a strong and impactful woman. You know, she and that powerfulness, that that strength is what was yielded in Tupac Shakur. And it was one of the reasons why he spoke so candidly about seeing black reform, um, seeing better, um, good opportunities within the black community. He also pointed about the flaws about white people when they love stories about hearing how black folks can't live on their own, can't depend on their own, like they need the hand of the white man. I'm going to be frank. Um, Yes, white people do play on that narrative. But at the same time, instead of just running and trying to help us out, we should have the resource in the beginning instead of crying out and begging for it. It's supposed to be there. You know, every community is supposed to thrive and be successful. It should be a competition of which community could offer the best libraries, the best schools, the best housing plans, the best resources. It's supposed to say, hey, I got these resources, you got these resources. Let's compete with one another and let's see who got the best. Instead, it's like... One neighborhood is extremely good, and one neighborhood of of one neighborhood is extremely bad, and one race is forced to live in a bad area while the other race is for is is living in the most prestigious area. And that's what Tupac talks about. He went to a school of performing arts, and he was surrounded by white folks who drove fancy cars and had um lots of money in their in their savings accounts. Well, Tupac had to grow up poor, and the poor, the abject poor and poverty being on welfare really was driving him mad because it was like, it's not fair. It's not fair that I have to live like this, and every other black person has to live like this in the ghetto. It's one of the reasons like Tupac was able to take those raw emotions and translate them into his lyrics and into his performances in the movie. You know, poverty could drive a black man crazy because black men and black families are forced to live in these um, um, poverty-like areas because it's like, you know, jobs don't want to pay the money that you're supposed to earn. You know, there's no opportunities for upright movement, so you're forced. And that's what he talks about in the in the documentary now this is from the rogerebert.com now let me tell you roger ebert i respect him a whole lot this man is a legendary film critic so when i go to his website it means that i highly respect his opinion i respect um the writers that work because mr ebert passed away um, many years ago but writers and staff continue to maintain the website and make sure to put in good material good critical review um, material um, in the name and the memory of Mr. Ebert so here we go um, this article was written by Nick Allen April 22nd 2023 Allen Hughes docuseries Dear Mama the saga of Afina and Tupac Shakur strives for nothing less than to be a complete account of rapper Tupac Shakur. 
but to do that hughes reckons one must understand the story of his black panther revolutionary mother afina she was an outspoken leader media myth maker a person dedicated to the betterment of her community she was known for acts of empathy hurt anger intelligence and fearlessness she was her son who was fired up to spread the same message to an even wider audience and that's true that's true and that was the power that i mentioned earlier with miss afina shakur like she was just like she wanted to help people she wanted to help her community she wanted to better her community and tupac carried that to a wider direction with his songs and the music why so many people still connect with him today because his music is so impactful because to be honest tupac speaks for me tupac speaks for many people many black men many black and brown men that stuck in the ghetto he speaks for us simple as that um let me see so was her son um excuse me hughes wants to tell both life stories in the same 5 hour series and that goal becomes more important than whether things flow gracefully ambition can be a messy act of passion and throughout an eye opening and sometimes disorienting 5 hours uh we come to share hughes intricate admiration for the shakors and their impact across movements and generations The sensitive project features an incredible roster of people who sit with Hughes and crew to laugh, cry, and set the record straight about Fina and Tupac, helping us see the many sides of both energetic figures. The documentary has a lingering personal nature, with Hughes shown hugging many of his subjects as everything wraps up. We hear from Tupac's peers, his cousins, and his friends. We hear from Dr. Dre, Mike Tyson, and passages about Tupac's later days. Hughes interview subjects are often credited by first name only like his aunt Glow, brutally honest and admiring of her nephew and sister, or his former Death Row Records collaborator Snoop. At one point, Hughes gets in front of the camera to share his own supporting role in this saga, which includes co-directing the rapper's Brenda's Got a Baby music video with brother Albert Hughes and getting beat up by the rapper's posse. Hughes shares this experience with an understanding heavier than any other feeling, which was crazy. You know, Hughes got assaulted by Tupac and his crew, and his crew. And um and the fact that he did this documentary, I think speaks values about how to turn the other cheek and not let um negativity hold you down. and that's what Mr. Hughes did. You know, he he didn't allow it to that negative experience back in the early 90s hold him down. And he was able to, you know, do this documentary which he did so gracefully, so well. I I and I enjoyed the documentary so much. Meanwhile, veterans of the Black Panther Party like Jamal and Shaba talk about the force of nature that Afina was Afina was a central part of New York City's Black Panther 21 group who was once accused of plotting against the government and was a target of of infiltration by undercover manipulative police efforts like Cointel Corinpro I'm sorry Cointel Pro She suffered from addiction which impacted how her son grew up the two moved around a lot coloring Tupac with a bit of New York 
Baltimore and Hollywood and traumatic experiences with poverty, place, brutality and loss. But they remain close and he expressed this in songs like Dear Mama for which Hughes also co-directed the video as Tupac ascended to rap royalty sharing his trauma and social anguish while blurring the line between what was just an image and what was truly Tupac. Afina was by his side. And that's basically what we go through in this documentary. Each episode, it explores how he became Tupac, starting when he was 17, speaking to the camera and didn't understand what was going to be in front of him, what impact he was about to have on the world and how people was going to remember him. And they talked about his moments when he got his album, uh, when he got when he dropped his album and he's singing back up to Digital Underground to all the trouble he all the legal nonsense he got into um the false rape charge going up to clean correctional signing with death row life in death row trying to get out of death row getting killed um his mother making the decision to take him off life support um life um his mom's experiences trying to keep his memory alive it was a tough it was a tough tough ordeal to watch but you could see how impactful it was and then you get to learn about the mom's side how she was um you gotta watch it for yourself this is extraordinary i don't want to give that part away but you gotta watch it the other 21 black panther members that were put on trial in the 1970s it's something that you definitely definitely gotta watch um overall I, you, I'll, I love the series. It's something that you must watch. It's something that you must tune in to. It's just really, it's really amazing. And it made me miss Tupac a lot, man. It really did. And um, there, there are moments in that documentary that could say, why is this part not a movie? They made a Tupac movie, which wasn't really that good because they were so focused on his image per se and they didn't have the soul or the personality of Tupac on that screen and so I mean in certain moments of the scene was fabricated but it's one of the reasons why the movie didn't do well but it was all eyes on me back in 2017 other than that um the series was pretty good I enjoyed the series Dear Mama it's playing now on Hulu TV Hulu TV if you have the Hulu streaming platform, please download it and watch this series. It's pretty dope. It's pretty amazing. You won't regret it. It's definitely worth a watch. Definitely five-hour docu-series directed by Mr. Hughes. Watch it. Tune in. Trust me. You'll love it. Peace, love, always, one.